This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface and grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homie. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. The Brilliance Plus Passion Project is dedicated to spotlighting entrepreneurs, influencers, change makers who make the world a better place by being part of it and by their contributions to it. And today, we have somebody with us who uh, we've been wanting to have on this show for, oh, I don't know, about five years, give or take. Uh, somebody I've known from many, many, many seminars we've been at together. Uh, Phil and I are both acquainted through our multiple times guest, Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. And we've had the chance to hang out at the various Dream Business Academy events. And his name is Phil Brakefield. He is the author of the Philly Kid Chronicles, Life, Dogs, and Rock and Roll, which is going to be pretty interesting. Now, normally, I have the guests just tell us who they are, but I want to read this bio myself. (laughs) Phil Brakefield promoted concerts for and toured with the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, the chairman of the board, Frank Sinatra, Elton John, Glenn Campbell, John Denver, Jimi Hendrix, Three Dog Night, Led Zeppelin, Grand Funk Railroad, Neil Diamond, The Moody Blues, and many others in this list of what is essentially my Spotify playlist. He started his own corporate recognition incentive and apparel company and became the primary supplier to the three major independent hardware chains in the country, Ace, True Value, and Do It Best Hardware. Phil's written a number of books both business-oriented and personal, and continues to write right up until about five minutes ago. In fact, when he logged into the StreamYard room here, uh, he was uh, just in the middle of inking another publishing deal. So we'll see how that goes. Phil, it's great to chat with you again. Now, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great. It's so nice to see you, uh, and it's the first time we're not interacting in person. It's kind of unusual, but I'll take this. This is good. Well, the world the world turns in many different ways. So, uh, first of all, you know, what are you up to these days, other than writing? What is it that you do? Like, uh, is there a product or a service or a business? Yeah, um, uh, kind of going back to the promotional products and the apparel stuff. I actually sold that company and business and 
in quotes, retired about uh, seven, six or seven years ago. But I kept I kept a handful of uh, uh, close to my heart clients like our mutual friend, Jim Palmer. And um, so I, I, I take care of those folks. And uh, primarily these days, I'm I'm writing and learning more and more about how much I don't know about writing, but it just fascinates me and I enjoy doing it. So uh, that's that's what I'm involved in these days. Absolutely. So how does the work you do make the world a better place? Um, you'll have to forgive me because I never can get through this without getting emotional. I, I I I know I know I know the reason why and, and and listeners just bear with us it's it's all right Phil has a very touching story so take take the time you need thank you I appreciate it um, about six and a half years ago I lost my daughter to a drug overdose and um, the night before she died uh, she was in a coma and I I don't know if she heard me but I swore to her that based on the fact that we had just learned that she had become an organ donor without ever telling anyone in the family. And you had to know Jamie to understand how typical that was of her. Um, yeah. She became an organ donor. And I thought, my God, what a legacy. Uh, and so I told her I would figure out a way to honor that legacy. And as it turned out, all that stuff that you mentioned in my bio, which had never made sense to me before, all of a sudden had a reason. And so I decided to write that book that you mentioned. And um, I could draw on all those experiences that I had because people seem to find that just eternally fascinating. So I'm hopeful that um, by writing that book and taking all the proceeds that come from it to help young people who struggle with addiction challenges, that I'm making a difference in the world. And I don't care if it's I won't say I don't care if it's one kid or a thousand. I'm happy with it. I I just want to help somebody who needs help. Yeah, yeah. So, in light in light of everything, what are a few of the frequently asked questions you get uh, from people who have heard of you and are exploring the possibility of working with you or partnering with you? Well, this kind of goes back to to the to the promotional products and apparel days. Uh, the, the question I always get is, what's the cheapest thing that I can do to promote my business? <laughs> and yeah. you as a marketer understand how that just is fingernails on a chalkboard. It, it's it's not the cheapest, it's the most cost effective that you really want to know about. Um, and, and, and they also want to know, can they have a custom program with uh, 17 items by the end of next week? And that also is pretty much a pipe dream. So that's kind of a, a two for one question there. What, how many things can I do and how short a time can I do it? And what's, what's the cheapest way to go? And yeah. uh, it makes me crazy, but, but it made me crazy for 50 years. So I should be used to it by now. <laughs> <laughs> what are a few questions you wish people would ask? I wish they would ask me, how much can I cost-effectively spend to get the exact client that I want for the long haul? And and baked into that question is the assumption that they know the lifetime value of their customers, that they have a firm grip not only on their current business, but 
but the ancillary businesses that can be grown from that. And I, I know that's a tall order because most people, by the time they get around to thinking about promotional items, it's, it's, it's the week before the event. And it's, it's always just such a scramble, but the service that I could do for folks was to make them stop, take a deep breath and do a, a little bit of a deep dive on how can we make the most uh, effective impression on their ideal customer and keep them top of mind beyond the event or whatever. I, you and I kind of go back to this. Uh, you were the world's greatest roadie when I, uh, at the Dream Business Academy, I presented our friend Jim Palmer with his uh, Dream Business Academy guitar. And that didn't just come about because it just seemed like a cool thing to do. It came about because I knew Jim, I knew he loved music, I knew he was a guitar player, and I knew he would just be a spectacular roadie. So uh, that's kind of the thought process that goes into any promotional thing that you want to do. You really need to think about it and give it some time and let it bake a little bit. And um, interestingly enough, what happens is you not only uh, impress your customer, but it keeps you, the supplier, top of mind with them forever because you just did the coolest thing ever. It, it, Jim still talks about his guitar, and it appears in every one of his uh, in every one of his uh, interviews on on video too. So you know, I I'm getting a little I'm getting a little playback from that as well. It's kind of yeah. mercenary, you know. That's it's part of the game. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we're getting a little playback from me, too, but we're going to keep soldiering on. Uh, this is this is how podcasting really works, folks. So what we're going to do now, Phil, is we're going to shift gears. And this right. is where we get to learn about Phil Brakefield, the man. So first, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? I have a two-pronged answer to that. The one really blows people away. I was at one time a leg model. <laughs> I had I had killer legs for some reason. I played a lot of sports and they just developed. And uh, so I ended up doing some runway work and some photography work as a leg model, which I really detested. But <laughs> it was good money for the for the gig. And the other one is, and actually this story is in in the book. Um, I took Jimi Hendrix out to a cowboy redneck bar in Texas for a beer one night after a concert. And we actually survived that experience. And uh, not many people can say they went out with Jimi Hendrix for a beer. Wow. You're, you're <laughs> right. You're right. That is quite a story. So, uh, so what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? Um, hopefully that I'm a graceful, good humored guy who you have to push real hard to get him upset. Um, I, I really try to make room on the couch for everybody and understand all viewpoints. And uh, that's not to say uh, people think of me as a doormat, but um, I'm just a respectful sort of guy. I hope that's what they think. Yeah. So if you could go back in time, and, th and this, this may be a tough question, but I'm going to ask it. Um, if you could go back in time and change one thing you've done, one thing you've experienced, or one thing that's happened, what would it be and why? It may be what you already shared with us or maybe something different. I'll leave that open to you. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, with the 
with the history of, of, of my daughter and stuff, I would go back and I would um, create more balance in her life and mine and my family's. Um, you know, I think we all, especially us of the, uh, of the entrepreneurial bent, we tend to uh, get so immersed in it that we can lose sight of what's really, 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 really important. And um, I count myself guilty of that. And if I could change it, that's what I would do. I would just uh, create a little more special time with family. Yeah. Yeah. I can certainly, I can certainly appreciate where you're coming from with that. Yeah. What famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? And if you had the opportunity, what question would you have for them? I am always fascinated by Einstein. Uh, I read a lot of stuff about him, and uh, what a Renaissance guy. And for all the fame and, and the adulation and, and, and the recognition, uh, he really was a practical thinker. And I would ask him how he manages to to be so gifted to look at the world the way he does, but still keep his feet firmly planted on the ground. That's that's a real balancing act to me. I, I have no clue how anyone could do that, but I, I would just I would just love to to talk to him about his approach to the day and his thought patterns for just getting from point A to point B every day. Fascinating guy. Yeah. He was also very messy. So when I look around my apartment and I see that there's a bit of a clutter about, I think I'm just a genius. You know, that's another thing you and I have in common. I, <laughs> I have to clear paths in my home to get from one place to the other. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, you know, the way, I mean, the way, the way I look at it is uh, it's backed by science. Uh, science has shown that there are, that there are three traits that tend to exist with people with high levels of intelligence. One of which is they tend to have a messy living space. Another is they tend to be night owls. And another is they tend to use profanity a lot. Oh, man, I'm right there with you. I mean, be, uh, we, we could be officers of that club. I think uh, <laughs> we're both good on that. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? Again, and I, I, I hope your listeners and viewers understand this. Um, it goes back to my daughter. Mm -hmm. when, when I think of the struggles that she went through for so many years, day in and day out, and the ups and downs and the frustrations, um, anything that I experience is child's play compared to that. So if I'm yeah. having a if I'm having a bad day, I just think you think you're having a bad day? Nah, you're not having a bad day. Yeah, she I can certainly I can appreciate that. So yeah. in a moment, I'm going to share with our audience a very special gift you have for them. Very special gift. So I'm going to do that for you. But the final question I have for you is, in general, because we're going to be done in about one minute. What is one thing that you encourage our listeners to do as soon as they finish streaming this episode? I, I would say take whatever your strong suit is in life, whether it's creating podcasts or, or writing or running marathons or rescuing dogs, whatever it may be, and put it to its fullest use at least once a day 
on behalf of someone else. Just be kind and make a difference to someone. It, and it, it, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just the act of being kind, using what you were blessed with having. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. So here's here's a gift. And this is uh, uh, what our listeners want to do is they want to email Phil at phil at thephillykidbook.com. Phil at thephillykidbook.com. Philly is spelled P-H-I-L-L-Y like Philadelphia. And here is the gift. This is going to be, let's follow this closely. When you email Phil, and you tell him you heard him on the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, mention either life, dogs, or rock and roll. Three things. Life, dogs, or rock and roll. Pick one of those things. Tell Phil which one you're picking, and he will send you a free PDF of all the chapters in that section of his book. So again, you're going to email him at phil at thephillykidbook.com, and you're going to mention life, dogs, or rock and roll. Pick one. And when you do, he will send you the relevant chapters from his book on that topic. And with that, Phil Brakefield, thank you so much for being with us today and for your courage and vulnerability in sharing. It's been an honor and believe me, an education. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Thank you.